hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to the show, and welcome to another edition of College Basketball Madness, presented by Prime Sports World, and here is our bracket breakdown special. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, yes, the NCAA tournament is upon us. And we have a lot of exciting things to go over uh, with today. We'll be uh, breaking down um, every uh, region here, the South, the West, the Midwest, and the East uh, regions here, respectfully. But before we start the show, please make sure to click like, share, and subscribe to the podcast here on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Also, uh, we can be heard in case you missed us live. You can be heard on all streaming platforms where podcasts can be heard. That is Apple Podcasts, Samsung Podcasts, Amazon Music, and um, iHeartRadio, and Spotify, ladies and gentlemen. So Prime Sports World has you covered 360 degrees around the clock, uh, bringing you the most up-to-date content 24-7, 365 days a year, going live six days uh, a week. We can go live seven days, but... uh, you know, if we tried, but we need a break. We need a break sometimes, ladies and gentlemen. We can't, we can't be bringing you too much hot. It's a little bit too, too much of caliente here up in Prime Sports World. But anyways, ladies and gentlemen, um, we have a amazing show here uh, for you guys here. As we all know, the NCAA tournament is upon us. Um, there's a couple um, teams right now playing in the first four um, like the playing side of of the tournament right now, I believe uh, Texas A and M Corpus Christi is one of them. Um, hold on, let me pull it up here. Uh, what the scores of the game is looking like here? Um, get this up here. We're running. Yeah. So right now, Texas A and M Corpus Christi won by four points. So they're in. Um, they beat Southeast Missouri State. Um, next is Pittsburgh and Mississippi State. That should be actually that should be a really good one. Um, I'm actually gonna go with Pittsburgh to win that one um as well. We're actually gonna pick Pittsburgh to win that one as well. Um, but yeah, I believe that uh Texas AM Corpus Crispy uh becomes a sacrificial land for Alabama. <laughs> and then uh I believe Pittsburgh. And looking at where Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, they play uh, Pittsburgh, a play Pittsburgh and Mississippi State plays Iowa State. So Iowa State awaits the winner of Pittsburgh and Mississippi State. But anyways, um, we all know this time of year is great. I mean, most of the people, most of the people like like people that know basketball. I watch basketball all the time. College basketball pros. Um, everybody, you know, fills out a bracket. This is the funnest time of the year. But. It's always somebody that that wins your bracket challenge. It's always somebody that doesn't even watch a lick of basketball. Either they're picking by the colors, they're picking by uh, the favorite mascots or what team name is cool or what state they they like the most or what state they hate the most or what state that they had the worst food in or the worst time in and the worst vacation spot or whatever the case is. Blah, 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 blah. My ex-girlfriend went here, so I ain't picking them at all, you know, type of stuff. My ex-boyfriend went here, I ain't picking them at all. Uh, so it, there's, it's just craziness to the brackets when you're filling them out. Um, it, when you're filling out your brackets, it's just, it's just pandemonium, uh, sometimes. So, um, you know, you know, it's a fun time of the year. Everybody, you know, is watching. Everybody is, everybody is, you know, paying attention to, to this time of year. NBA scouts, you're going to have a couple freshmen that, you know, a couple guys in the NCAA tournament that are going to boost their stock in the NBA. 
Um, you're gonna have guys. You're gonna have guys that are, um, you know, that are freshmen or whatever the case is. Um, that that are that are, you know, uh, that haven't been playing well. Like like to say a Derek Lively, Lively, or uh, the kid from Tennessee, uh, Julian Phillips. Uh, you know, that's a guy. That's a kid. Those are five star guys that haven't been particularly playing well during the regular season, but have come on as of late. I look for some of those guys, especially if like Tennessee makes a run. Julian Phillips is an interesting, uh, you know, interesting. He's raw prospect. He's a five-star guy. McDonald former's a McDonald's All-American, one of the best recruits in the nation. Hasn't been playing, you know, particularly the greatest basketball for Tennessee. But if he, you know, goes on a little run here, like, you know, let's say Tennessee makes it to the Final Four, maybe the National Championship. He can end up like a Marvin Williams if he's, you know, shooting. I know the last game he he's made 50% of his threes, um, you know, in the SEC, in, in, the, in his last SEC game. Um, so just a, a lot of, uh, you know, interesting factors uh, play in, um, you know, when we're, when, when we're looking at, um, when we're looking at this stuff. So, um you know, just want to just want to get into it here. Um, coming from the get go, coming from the get go, just getting into it right here. Um, and we'll jump right into it, ladies and gentlemen. I wait for some other people to probably come in or fill in here. Um, but if not, it's okay. We'll go solo dolo, anyways. Here, um, okay. So I got the guys sending me. Uh, brackets. Some guys, some guys uh, can't come on. So TJ sent me his bracket. I got Matt James sending me his bracket, and so um, we'll uh, we'll I actually go over those as long as I uh, I think Matt Matt James gave me his elite eight, and TJ has given me his uh, his bracket right here as well. So I believe he has. I don't know. It hasn't even filled. It, I, what he sent me hasn't filled out. But anyways, um, moving on. Uh, to the show. We got the first region, and that is the South region here, ladies and gentlemen, the South region. And I have a list of, hey, look, I love, I, you know, I do the show all year round. Um, I'm telling you right now, I do a lot of research on this stuff. Top 10 players in the South region to watch out for. I did 40-something players today scouting all season, and it's coming down to the haywire, baby. Um, Number one player in the South region, probably number one player in this tournament is Brandon Miller from Alabama. That's Paul George's doppelganger, as I like to say. Uh, second player, Keontae George, a Baylor player to watch. Asula Sabulis from Arizona. Kid, uh, Kid Shushfor from Lithuania uh, from Arizona. Uh, Mike Bothwell from Furman. Um, leading Furman in points per game. He's a tough, tough, tough guard here um, for anybody uh, let alone Virginia will be tough for him to guard, but I don't think Furman has seen any team type, any team like Virginia. So I think they'll be all good there. Matt Bradley for San Diego State leads them points per game. Uh, Kehu Clark, we already know Kehu Clark from Virginia, man, the little little suck. He's one of the best little men in the country, as I like to say. Um, he leads them in assists. He's the catalyst of that team. He runs. He's the he's the straw that stirs the drink of that Virginia office. Um, Kobe Brown of Missouri leads them in points. Kobe Brown's an interesting player, nice wing. Uh, can get it done, can score from all three levels. Um, he's definitely uh, a threat here for Mizzou. Uh, Steven Ashworth, a lot of people don't know who Steven Ashworth is from Utah State. Um, yes, Utah State had a um, – plays in the Mountain West Conference. 
Lost to San Diego State in the, in the uh, conference tournament championship. But Stephen Ashworth leads the team in points, assists. Um, the kid is dynamite. Um, the the kid is the kid is dynamite. That's all I gotta say. The kid the kid is 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 a special special town for Utah State. Um, so watch out for Stephen Ashworth. Um, he has his first um, matchup against actually Kobe Brown and Mizzou. Um, and then. My uh, running on my my top ten, I got Antti Brezovich from Charleston, six ten stretch. Watch out for Charleston here. Watch out for Charleston versus San Diego State. I'll let you guys know right now. Antti Brezovich um, is a, is a, is an interesting player. Uh, he could get it done. He could cause some problems uh, for, for for Virginia uh, as a stretch as a stretch four. Um, and we all know Charleston has you know a slew of guards. Um, you know, that can get it done uh, for their team uh, respectfully. So, you know, watch out for that matchup as well. Um, I'm talking about um, Bolin and Larson. Both of those guys, Dalton Bolin, um, Ryan Larson, both of those guys are um, MVPs of that Charleston team. This could be a, a really interesting game for San Diego State. Uh, might be an upset here. Uh, you never know. So um, you guys got to watch out for that. Um, also, uh, my last one on my last name, AJ Mitchell from UC Santa Barbara. Shout out to the small schools. Got to give it to the small schools. I could go with a, all, a lot of the big schools here. Um, AJ Mitchell from UC Santa Barbara, Big West Player of the Year, um, six, uh, six, uh, 16 points, um, uh, 50, uh, 16 and five, um, shooting 50% from the field. AJ Mitchell is an interesting, interesting player uh, there for the um, UC Santa Barbara. For UC Santa Barbara, um, I'm just looking at some of my notes here. Um, also, Jameer Young from Maryland, 16 points per game. Um, you know, shooting. You know, good three point shooter. Uh, three assists, three assists, 16 and three assists here for Jameer Young. So that's another guy uh, player to watch here. Um, if you are the um, if you if you're watching this region here. Uh, but moving forward, um, first matchup. We got Alabama versus now it's going to be Texas A&M, Corpus Christi. I'm going Alabama and win that game easily right there um, out of the South region. Next game, we got Maryland going up against Virginia. <clears throat> yeah, not Maryland. But yeah, Maryland versus West Virginia. Give me West Virginia to win that game. Uh, they'll, be playing against, they'll be playing against Alabama in the round of 32. Here we go. Number five, San Diego State versus number 12, Charleston. Interesting matchup here. I just I just brought it up here. Um, very, very interesting matchup here. I think that with the stretch four that I mentioned, Ante Prezovich, right? Um, uh, yeah, Brezovich. And, and the slew of guards that Charleston brings out, the toughness that they bring, I think they got a chance at upsetting San Diego State. So I'm actually going to go with Charleston to beat San Diego State and make it to the round of 32 in an upset in the first round there. Um, then we got Virginia versus Furman. I'm going to go Virginia. Furman hasn't seen a team like Virginia all year. Furman's a great team. Uh, this is the first time they've been in the tournament in, what, 40-plus years, 45, 46 years, something like that. Um, they haven't won their – I think this is the first time they've won that conference, the Southern Conference. So, yeah, shout-out to Furman for making – making it to the first round of the NCAA tournament, but uh, they lose to Virginia. I think Mark Bythewell has a good game, raises a little bit of his drag stock. I think he's a guy that, you know, is a is a rotational piece. Maybe he gets drafted in the second round. Maybe he's undrafted. Who knows? But he should have some eyes on him. He'll have a good game versus Virginia, in my opinion. 
Uh, moving on to the next uh, game, I got Creighton uh, beating NC State here, moving into the next round of 32. Um, and then our next matchup, we got Baylor versus UC Santa Barbara. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> I've watched a lot of Big West basketball. Um, it's only the it's the only basketball that's on late at night. Um, it's the only basketball that's on late at night. So you gotta you, you gotta appreciate some Big West basketball here when you're looking at when when, when you're looking at everything. Um, <laughs> with that being said, I, you know as much as I want to sugarcoat this, I love AJ Mitchell. He's a sophomore. Um, hell of a player. Hell of a player. And AJ 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 Mitchell. He's uh, the Belgian. He's a he's belt from Belgium. Sophomore. He was the Big West Player of the Year. Uh, he's a hell of a player. He's a guy that 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 can if he has a good game against Baylor, um, he's a guy that could be looked at from NBA scouts as well uh, as a true sophomore. But I think he comes back to school. With that being said, even though Baylor's had some struggles here in their last nine, I think only winning two games in the last nine or three, something along those nines. I'm going Baylor to beat UC Santa Barbara, make it to the round of 32 against Creighton. Kind of quick splash in here. Missouri, Utah State. I actually got Utah State beating Missouri. Um, I do believe Utah State's a very tough team. I think, you know, they're going to give Missouri all they can handle. They can shoot the three well. Um, they can get out. They can get out in their half-court offense and 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 kind of you know spread you out, run some clock. Uh, but this is a this is a team that 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 can keep up with Missouri shooting. So give me Utah State to move on to the round of 32, and then we got Arizona uh, moving on to the round of 32, beating Princeton. Love Princeton. If they can catch lightning in the bottle, I don't think we'll ever see a 16-1. Maybe we'll see a 15-2, but we ain't gonna see it uh, with Princeton and Arizona um, in the round of 32. Um, moving forward, moving forward to the next round here. Moving forward to the next round, ladies and gentlemen. So sorry, I'm getting messages here. Alabama, Maryland, hell of a game right here. This should be a great game uh, right here between Brandon Miller and um, Jameer Young. This would be a really good game between both of those guys. Maryland's a tough, 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 tough team. Alabama with Javon Quinterly, Brandon Miller and, and, and company, I think they get it done and they move into the Sweet 16. Brandon Miller's a special, special, special talent, ladies and gentlemen. Just want to let you guys out. Just want to let you guys know that. Uh, right out front. Charleston and Virginia. Number 12, Charleston versus Virginia. This is actually going to be an interesting game. I'm actually going to go with Charleston to make it to the Sweet 16 and defeat Virginia. This is uh, Charleston. I'm telling you, they're a tough team. They can shoot. They have their guard laden team. They, you know, this is a perfect matchup for between them. Virginia doesn't have so much size, too much size. Um, you know, I think Ante Brezovic is going to give Virginia some problems as well as a stretch for. I like Charleston to move on to the Sweet 16 to play against Alabama. Um, hell of a hell of a run for Charleston there. Um, then we got number six Creighton going up against number three Baylor. Um, I am actually going to have to go with the Creighton Blue Jays to with the upset against Baylor. I, Baylor just has really. I know I said that Baylor would you know possibly be my national championship pick, but. You know, they just they're just a little immature. I love Keontae George's games, probably a lottery pick and everything like that. But I got the Creighton Blue Jays moving on to the Sweet 16. Baylor just struggled against teams that can really get out and shoot it. And the Creighton shoots it really well. So uh give me Creighton, the Creighton Blue Jays. It's really it hasn't really been the second half in the last 
nine games. It really hasn't been the first half, I'm sorry, in the last nine games. It's really been the second half for Baylor. The defense, the lack of intensity just hasn't been there for a Scott Drew team, in my opinion. Uh, moving on to the NAS matchup of the round of 32. In the South region, we got Utah State, number 10 Utah State, going up against number two Arizona. I'm going with number two Arizona to make it to the Sweet 16 uh, against Creighton. Um, Arizona's just a tough one of the, you know, Pac-12 champ. Tough, 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 tough as Nails team. Uh, and I think that, uh, you know, Utah State just kind of runs into a buzzsaw with them. Uh, first matchup in the Sweet 16. We got uh, in the Sweet 16 in the South region. We got Alabama going up against Charleston. And Charleston, luck runs out here um, in this matchup against um, Alabama. Um, yes, ladies and gentlemen, it runs out. Um just off the fact, I mean, Brandon Miller is sensational. Javon Quinley is sensational. The, these guys at Charleston, they're not going to be able to handle Brandon Miller. He's in the, he's he's an NBA. He's probably, you know, the second best NBA prospect in this year's draft. I mean, no no disrespect to Scoot Henderson, but it's really close between him and Scoot. Vic, obviously, Victor Wimpeyan was number one overall, consensus number one overall pick. But if I had to go safest pick, in the draft, I know Victor's potential is through the atmosphere into another galaxy, but Brandon Miller and Brandon Miller is going to be the safest pick in the top three, in my opinion. You already you know you're going to get a perennial All Star. His game translates to the NBA. Now, the way the floor is spaced, the way the floor is is wide, you know, it just just seems wider in the NBA. Brandon Miller's game is suited for the NBA, but give me. Alabama to win this game against Charleston. Too much offense, too much talent there for the University of Alabama. And then we got Creighton going against Arizona, and this is when Creighton's luck runs out going up against Arizona um, as Arizona makes it to the Elite Eight matchup. And this is a hell of a matchup. We got number one versus number two, number one Alabama versus number two Arizona in the Elite Eight out of the South region. Ooh, this is a tough matchup, man. I, I honestly believe that Alabama is going – this is going to be a tough matchup, but I honestly believe that Arizona is just a little bit more mature, a little bit tougher, a little bit more fundamentally sound, in my opinion, next to Alabama. I think the size – I think the – the the I, I don't want to say size, but I want to say I think the – I think the way that – as tough as Arizona is, I think sometimes Alabama – can kind of let teams linger around, you know, look at South Carolina. You do, you play like that against South, like, like you did against South Carolina a few weeks back, Arizona's going to beat you. Um, so yeah, but I love the way Alabama has been playing in the SEC, especially in the SEC tournament. If Brandon Miller can play like, like he's been all year, I, I like the challenges. I think he is going to be playing like he had, he did all year, but he can't start off slow. Give me Arizona to make it to the final four here out of the South region. Uh, just something about Arizona. Um, I, I think that team is special. I think they have a chance to make it to the uh, make it to the national. I think they have a chance to win the national championship. But um, they make it to the final four out of the South region. Um, and shout out to Arizona. Um, you know, having a great year. I guess I'm just anticipating great year making it to the final four. But they are my final four team out of the South region. Moving on to the Midwest region, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we have some. Great games here in the Midwest region. Uh, top 10 players to watch out for. Marcus Sasser, number one out of Houston. Uh, Trace Jackson Davis, Indiana, 20 and 10 guy. Really can play all over the floor from Indiana forward. 
Um, he is a special talent as well. He'll be in the NBA next year as well. Um, Marcus Carr, uh, guard out of Texas, leads in points per game. Um, watch out for Marcus Carr. He's definitely um, been projected as a first-round pick as well out of Texas. Uh, Tucker Devries, guard forward out of Drake. Um, he averages 19, 6, shoots 45% from the field. Drake um, just won the um, uh, golly. Not the horizon, not the horizon. They just won the Missouri Valley. Um, and he's a coach's son. So, you know, Tucker Devery's uh, you know, dad, you know, coaches Drake. So he's a kid that he's a kid that's well coached and has great fundamentals. He's a guy that, you know, they go on a run for Drake. I mean, he's his his stock can go up a little bit and he could possibly get some looks to get picked in, you know, the late first, early second, you know, some second rounder. Love Tucker Devery's game. Jalen Pickett out of Penn State, man. This kid is he, you know, is top five in assists. He's big. He's 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 the leader on the team at Penn State. Um, you know, not only does he he's top five in assists, he's grabbing seven rebounds. He's points per game leader. Jalen Pickett is is a jack of all trades for Penn State. He's as tough as nails. They go as he goes. Um, so watch out for Jalen Pickett. Wade Taylor, the um, Wade Taylor, the 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 fourth uh, from Texas A&M, sixteen and a half points, four assists, two steals. That's a guy that you got to look out for as well uh, from Texas A&M. Um, Isaiah Wong from Miami, another guard you got to watch out for here. Chris Murray, Keegan Murray's twin brother out of Iowa, leading them in points per game, rebounds per game. Uh, watch out for Chris Murray as well. Uh, Johnny Broom, shout out to uh, shout out to TJ. TJ been talking about Johnny Broom all season. TJ been talking about Johnny Broom all season behind closed doors. So this kid, man, I think this kid when he was just a couple years ago, he grew like nine inches. Or something like that. This is a kid. He's a stretch four. He can block shots. He can rebound. He can shoot it from the three. I think he's shooting close to 40% from three-point range. Johnny Broom, what's Fort's averaging 14 and 8 for Auburn? Watch out for Johnny Broom. And then um Soleil Boom. Sole Boom from uh Xavier. 16 and a half points, four and four, shooting 42%, 42.5% from three-point range. Uh, he's been lights out last last few games as well. Um, so watch out for him from Xavier um, as we get as as we get into the Midwest region, ladies and gentlemen. And starting out with the Midwest region, ah man, the Houston Cougars destroyed the nurse of the north of Northern Kentucky. Uh, wouldn't I don't even think it'd be close. Um, moving on to our next matchup, eight nine Iowa, number eight nine going up against nine Auburn. Ooh, tough matchup, but I think as tough as, you know, we like this. I was moving on into the round of 32. I like Chris Murray. I like the way he's a stretch for. He can rebound. He's tough as nails. He'll be in the NBA sometime next year as, uh, next year as well, too, is, in my opinion. Number five, Miami, going up against number 12, Drake. And this is another upset here. Tucker Devries and Drake go ahead and get it done and beat Miami. Move on to the round of 32. And we got number four, Indiana going against number 13, Kent State, the MAC champion, Kent State, uh, Golden Flashes. But I got the Indiana Hoosiers. This will be actually, I think, honestly, this will be a close game here uh, between Kent State and Indiana. I think it'll be a lot closer than you guys think. Uh, but I think too much Trey Jackson Davis, I think too much in that Indiana offense um, would do it. Uh, so give me Indiana going up against Drake. Do right and kill everything, baby. <laughs> and then at number six, I got Iowa State uh, moving on. Doesn't matter who they play between Mississippi State and Pitt. I have them playing Pitt. I got Iowa State 
um, moving on um, to the round of 32. And then um, next game, we got number three, Xavier, going up against number 14, Kennesaw State. I got Xavier winning easily against Kennesaw State, sliding in a matchup in the round of 32 between Iowa State and number three, Xavier. And then um, next matchup, number seven, Texas A&M, going up against number 10, Penn State. And I love this matchup. I think this is going to be one of the best matchups of this region. I got Penn State moving on. Tough as nails. Jalen Pickett gets it done against Texas A&M. Didn't like the way, doesn't like the way I see. I know Texas A&M is an ACC championship game, but I like the way Penn State played against Purdue, almost beat Purdue. They're tough as nails. There's no quitting that team. Like Penn State to make it to the round of 32. And then our last matchup, number two, Texas, going up against number 15, Colgate. Texas wins that easily. Love the way Texas has been playing. Big 12 champions. Just beat Kansas there. Um, then in the round of 32, first matchup, Houston going up against Iowa. I got Houston. Houston just, just really strong at the guard position. They're real physical. They they're play they play like how Baylor is actually that Baylor's you know very used to watching Baylor play. You know Houston plays just like that with that tenacity, that defensive mentality. They just can get to the rim at will. I don't think Iowa has guys that can keep up keep in front of Houston. But I love Iowa. I think it'll be I think it'll be a close close matchup. I think last five minutes Houston to pull away there. Um, then we got number twelve Drake going up against number four Indiana. And, uh, yes, I do believe that Indiana moves on and beats Drake. The Missouri Valley Conference is just too much. Indiana is just the second-best team probably in the Big Ten uh, next to Purdue. Um, Indiana is solid as, as they come. Um, so I do believe that's going to be a hell of a Sweet 16 match between Houston and Indiana right there. Next matchup, we got number six, Iowa State, going up against number three, Xavier. And I actually got Iowa State making it to the Sweet 16 Um you know, just just believe that Iowa State just has the guard play. Um, even though I know Xavier probably has the best guard, but I think uh, Iowa State has, you know, the guard and the wing play to get it done in the round of 32 and move on to the Sweet 16 um, here. Um, and then we have our last matchup, number 10 Penn State going up against number two Texas. And I got the Penn State Nittany Lions moving on to the Sweet 16. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I just I just love this Penn State team. They're just aggressive. They're just defensively. There's no quitting them. You know they can. Jalen Pick is just a, a, a man amongst boys out there. Um, so I like Penn State going up against Iowa State there. And then our first matchup in the Sweet 16 out of the Midwest, um, out of the Midwest uh, region, I got Houston and number, Houston number one Houston number four Indiana. And I actually got Houston making it to the Elite Eight as they should make it to the Elite Eight, but this is going to go down to the wire. Maybe the last possession, maybe the last shot. Trace Jackson Davis is going to give them some problems, but I think Houston will overcome uh, the side, the, the athleticism, the size, and, and how he plays um, with Indiana. So um, I'm going to go with Houston, making it to the Elite Eight. And then my second six, Sweet 16 matchup out of the Midwest region, got Iowa State, number six Iowa State, going up against number 10 Penn State. And ladies and gentlemen, I got the Penn State Nittany Lions making it to the Elite Eight, ladies and gentlemen. Congratulations to the Penn State Nittany Lions for making it to the Elite Eight in my conference in, in my bracket. I think this Penn State team is very tough. I think Iowa State just sees a, a, a team that is just as tough as them, can shoot just as good as them, but it's just a little bit better than them. Um, and I got Penn State. They just have the grit. They're built for the tournament, in my opinion. I got Penn State making it to the Elite Eight. Um, ladies and gentlemen, um, and then our lead eight matchup in the Midwest region. 
whew, man, this is a tough one. Honestly, I want I, honestly, I, I as much as I love Penn State at the guard position, I love Houston even better. Um, I know that Houston doesn't really have the size, that, so that's not really gonna bother Penn State. You know, that's not really and Penn State has played tremendous basketball in the last month and a half or so. With that being said, I'm going with Houston, but it's gonna be very, very close. Talking about down to the wire, one of the best elite games in this this year. I think it may go to OT. That's how close it's going to be. Um, and it depends on Mar- uh, Sasser's health as well. Because if he's not healthy in this game by this time, I think we can reverse this and say Jalen Pickett uh, is going to, you know, is going to propel them into the Final Four. This is going to be a close game, the closest that Penn State has ever had to getting to uh, a Final Four. Uh, so, but I'm going to have Houston going to the Final Four. I just think that the more talented team at this point so i got two teams already in the final four we got arizona out of the south region and then i got houston out of the midwest region in the final four two more reasons to go ladies and gentlemen um we are getting down to the nitty gritty here of my bracket here um moving on to the east region players to watch in the east region ladies and gentlemen number one player zach Eady. um he's 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 the kid he's you know center out of Purdue, probably the national player of the year uh, this year. I don't know. I'd give that to Brandon Miller, but uh, who knows? We'll see. Uh, Kendrick Davis, senior out of Memphis, guard, averaging 22 points per game, one of the best prolific, one of the more prolific scorers in college basketball. Max Admus, best little guy in college basketball. I will say that and stake the claim. He is the best little man in college basketball, averaging 22 points. 22.2 22.2 points per game, two-time player of the year um, out of that conference. I believe they play in the Colonia, if I'm not mistaken. I, you know, that, that team, yeah, look, let me tell you something. Max Abnis, Max Abnis is a man amongst is, – is, is the best little man. He's been the best little man in college basketball, I want to say, in the last two, three years. Let's say that. Last two, three years, Max Abnis has been the best – been the best, the Summit League, the two-time Summit League. I said Colonial Summit League. Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. Best little man in college basketball. He's a top 10 scorer, number seven, actually, to be say the least, um, to be exact, uh, in the nation. But I think he'll give Duke some problems. I think he'll I think he'll score 30. Remember, he was a, they were a 15 seed. Or Roberts was a 15 seed two years ago, and they beat the number two seed, Ohio State, and that's how Max Agnes' name was and they made it to the Sweet 16 that year. That's how Max Admit's name has, you know, blown up. Okay, it seems like he's been in college forever. He's a four-year guy, but his name has been constantly talked about in college basketball um, for the last couple of years. Jeremy Rose Jr., uh, guard out of Duke, he's been playing hell of – he's been playing great basketball. I mean, he's one of the reasons why Duke is on their little run as they're going now. Kyle Fulkowski as well. But Jeremy Rose is the elder statesman on this team. He's, a, he's the straw that stirs the drink at the guard position. Uh, Oscar Tashibwe. Oscar Tashibwe. Um, about that, ladies? Oscar Tashibwe uh, is another guy to watch out for. Former uh, Last year's National Player of the Year out of Kentucky. Leads the nation in rebounds. Uh, he says he's such a great, great player. He'll be playing basketball uh, at the pro level, at the NBA level next year as well. Um, Bryce Hopkins. Hopkins out of Providence. Um, shout out to Bryce Hopkins, the Illinois boy, baby. 
Illinois boy um, out of Oak Park, West Side, baby. Um, Fenwick High School. Shout out to Bryce Hopkins. Leading them 16 points per game, eight and a half rebounds, 2.3 assists, shooting 37% from the three, 45% from the field. Used to play for Kentucky, and guess what? Providence has a da -da 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 matchup with Kentucky. What a hell of a way if, if Providence can beat Bryce Hopkins, can have a hell of a game against Kentucky. What? What? That'd be a dinner best well served call, baby. That that would be some 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 payback right there, especially when he went to Kentucky. He was a four star recruit and he one of the best players in the nation, probably one of the best players out of Chicago, and he um, didn't get much playing time from Coach Cal, so moved on to Providence, and he's been propelled ever since there. Keontae Johnson out of K State, averaging 17.7 points per game and seven assists, uh, seven rebounds as a senior. Um, if you guys don't remember Keontae Johnson. Um, he was the player last year um, from Florida that collapsed. Um, I know we saw the Damar Hamlin, you know, the Damar Hamlin situation. Uh, you know, the same kind of thing happened to him last year um, uh, in the middle of a game at Florida. He collapsed in the middle of the court. It was a scary situation. Um, and he's, you know, he had to be in a medical-induced coma, came back better than ever playing for K-State. Now he's averaging 17-7 and seven as a senior. He has his chance to sign in the NCAA tournament. They have a good game. They, the number three seed, one of the best teams in the nation. They have a good matchup against uh, number 14, Montana State. But uh, shout-out to Keontae Johnson for the season that he's had uh, as well. Um, next player, Tyler Kolick, guard out of Marquette, second in the nation in assists, 7.7 7 um 7.7 7 assists per game uh he is the big east player of the year 46.9 uh percent shooting shooting 46.9 percent from three in his last 13 games tyler Kolick has been on fire for the marquette golden eagles here um another guy that we have to watch out for jordan brown um florida out of louisiana uh, senior. He's a former McDonald's All-American. He's averaging 19.4, 8.7 rebounds per game, 1.8 assists per game, um, 6'11". He can give some problems there to Tennessee. I mean, I'm, I'm telling you right now, man, Jordan Brown, uh, he's a kid that, you know, he was at um, Nevada, then he went to um, Arizona, and then he landed at um, Louisiana. So let me, you know, Jordan Brown is, is a guy that, you know, is going to give Tennessee some real serious problems. He's a guy that you guys got to watch out for. He could definitely be playing in the league next year as well. Um, and then my last player to watch out for, Boogie Ellis um, out of USC, averaging 18, uh, 3 and 3. Uh, and then I threw out Joe, Julian Phillips out of Tennessee. He's another guy to watch out for in this region, uh, freshman out of Tennessee. They go on a run, um, especially if he has a really good game against Jordan Brown. Um, he can be a guy that can, you know, possibly move into the, you know, be a, a first-round projection. He's a, a five-star recruit, um, true freshman, hell of a player out of Tennessee. Um, jo um, Julian Phillips, <clears throat> watch out for him. He can have that Marvin Marvin uh, Williams effect if Tennessee makes it to the Natty and wins uh, somehow, some way. But um, anyways, moving forward, um, first matchup on the slate. We got Purdue going up against either Fairleigh Dickinson or Texas Southern. It doesn't even matter who's playing against Purdue because nobody's going to be able to stop Zach Eady on that team. Um, if I am any team that plays Purdue, I let Zach Eady go off and I let everybody 
else, you know, try and beat me. No threes. When I double Zach Eady, I let him score 40. As long as my team can score 45 and nobody else scores. I mean, I just I'll I'll prefer a three over a two. And if you can make more threes than Purdue, I think you'll be in good shape if you're any team, but it ain't happening against it ain't happening against Texas Southern uh with fairly Dickinson, Texas Southern. Um next matchup, we got an eight-nine matchup. FAU Memphis. FAU's the toughest nails team moving on to the round of 32. Um, we'll go quick style here. Number five, Duke versus number 12, Oral Roberts. I love Duke in this matchup. I think Max Adams is going to have a good game against Duke. I think it'll be kind of close until the end there. Max Adams, I think Max Adams will have 30. If he does, he gives Oral Roberts a chance to upset Duke here in a 12-5 matchup. Um, but I got just Duke. Duke is just on fire. They just seem like a team of destiny right now. Um, moving on to the next matchup, we got number four, Tennessee, going up against number 13, Louisiana. And I am actually going to go with an upset here with Louisiana beating Tennessee. I just, you know, I just don't think Tennessee is in it right now. I just, they're just struggling there to end the season. I don't like the way they're playing right now. I got Louisiana moving on uh, to the round of 32 playing Duke. Uh, and then we got number six, Kentucky, going up against number 11, Providence. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm actually going to go with Kentucky to beat Providence. As much as I, you know, talked about Bryce Hopkins, I just don't think Providence has enough to keep up with Kentucky. So give me Kentucky here to beat Providence. Uh, next matchup, we got number 13, uh, number 14, Montana State going up against number three, Kansas State. Just an easy pick for me. I got Kansas State beating Montana State. Nobody, Montana State just doesn't have the talent level as a Kansas State does. Next matchup, I got Michigan State going up against USC. Uh, I actually have USC beating Michigan State. Uh, moving on to the round of 32, too much Boogie Ellis. I love Michigan State, but at the same time, I think USC, um, you know, the world's teams, if they get hot, they get hot. Uh, number two, Marquette going up against number 15, Vermont. I got number two, Marquette. I don't really have any 15, 16 seeds winning or 14 seeds, I don't think, winning here uh, in this tournament. Um, I may be wrong, but uh, I got Marquette moving on to the round of 32. First matchup of the round of 32, we got number one Purdue going up against number eight Memphis. And this is where I say, hey, we're going to let Zach Eady. Memphis has the guards to stay in front of Purdue. They get hot. They, they Purdue can't stay in front of Memphis. They have guards that are, you know, you know, like Kendrick Davis. It's going to be a tough matchup for Purdue. Um, so I think what you do with Zach Eady, I think you, you want to double team, but I think Memphis has the athleticism to keep up with Zach Eady. You have to get in and get out in transition. Penny knows that Penny's going to tell the scene, you got to run, run, run. That's how you take Zach Eady out the game, get him out in transition, frustrate him with multiple defenses. Um, and just make sure that, you know, you let somebody else, um, you know, let somebody else beat you. Yes. Zach, he's going to get 20 something in 13, right, or 20-something and 10. But if nobody – if everybody else has a horrible game, you can win this game easily if you're Memphis. I think Memphis does that in this matchup. They get out and transition. They run. They make it to the Sweet 16. Now I got number five, Duke, going up against number 13, Louisiana. Give me number five, Duke, to move into the Sweet 16, beating Louisiana as their luck runs out. Uh, next matchup with a round of 32, we got number six, Kentucky, going up against number three, Kansas State. Um – Whew, this is a tough one. I'm actually going to go with Kentucky 
to move on to the round of, to, to the Sweet 16. Uh, just like the way Kentucky's built in this matchup, I think they can get out in transition. I think Askew will hit the offensive glass hard in this one, giving Kentucky multiple second-chance points here in this game. Uh, and then uh, our last matchup of the round 32, I got number 10 USC going up against number two Marquette. I just Marquette's just on a, a little bit of a roll here. I got them, um, I got them, you know, beating USC and making it uh, to the Sweet 16 uh, here, ladies and gentlemen. And then our first matchup in the Sweet 16, we got Memphis going up against Duke. And I got Duke winning this basketball game. I just think that Duke has just, let me tell you something, man. Duke is on a mission. Like, if you guys ever watched the Blues Brothers, I'm on a mission from God. You know, that's that's Duke right now. They're on a mission from God. I believe in Duke. Tom Fukowski's, um, you know, playing like a man possessed. Jeremy Roach, Derek Lively protecting that rim. I love Duke, how they're built. Um, you know, especially they're, they're built for the tournament. And John Shire, um, you know, making his way as a, as a first-year head coach for Duke. Um Duke makes it into the Elite Eight, ladies and gentlemen. Then our last matchup in the Sweet 16 out of the East region, we got the number six Kentucky Wildcats going against number two Marquette. Uh, and this is where Kentucky falls short, ladies and gentlemen. I got Marquette making it in to the Sweet, uh, to the Elite Eight, ladies and gentlemen, and beating Kentucky. Uh, Marquette's just very solid team. Uh, just I don't you know the way Tyler Collins playing the way they're shooting the ball Marquette it could give Kentucky some issues. Uh, so give me Kentucky, give me Marquette. Uh, moving on to the Elite Eight, going up against Duke, and then our Elite Eight matchup out of the East region. I got number five Duke going up against number two Marquette, and in this game I got the Duke Blue Devils making it to yet again another Final Four in 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 their school's history. Um, Yes, I just believe that Duke, Duke is just one of those teams that just hitting their stride right now. And I just think that Marquette is going to run into a buzzsaw of Duke. I think Duke is built for the tournament right now. The, the way they're playing, they're playing with tenacity. They're playing with the togetherness that we don't see. Probably the hottest team in the nation right now is Duke. They make it to the Final Four. Going up against them, we actually have a shaped-up Final Four there in Houston, Texas, baby. We got the Arizona number two Arizona Wildcats going up against number five Duke. Um, so that should be exciting. That should be a great matchup. We'll get to the Final Four predictions here after we break down the last region here in the NCAA tournament, and this is the West region. And some people might say that this may be the best region. You got Kansas, you got UCLA, you got Gonzaga, you got you know, you got um, Northwest, you got TCU, UConn. That, you know, you got a lot of great teams in this one um, with a lot of great players in this one. Should be very, very exciting. My top players to watch here out of the West region, I'll go a little fast here. For number one, Jalen Wilson uh, leading Kansas in points per game. And number two, we got um, Grady Dick out of Kansas, true freshman. Amazing here. We also got St. Mary's in this region. I forgot about St. Mary's as well. Um, Grady Dick in this region. Our next player to watch, Aiden Mahaney, freshman. Another freshman here next to Grady Dick out of St. Mary's. Um, shooting lights out from the field. I think it was he came in the 10th or 12th game of the season um, at point guard. He's never given back that starting point guard spot. Uh, Aiden Mahaney, one of the best freshmen in the nation here uh, out of St. Mary's. Uh, Jordan Hawkins, UConn, averaging 16 points per game, shooting 
50% from three. He's a guy that can really put on the show uh, for the UConn Huskies. Drew Timmy out of Gonzaga. We all know who Drew Timmy is. He's a player to watch here. Jaime Hawkins out of UCLA. We all know who Jaime Hawkins is. Jaime Hawkins is Nick Smith, big guard out of um, Arkansas here. McDonald's All-American. Um, he's a kid that's a, you know, pr- uh, Projected lottery pick, projected first round pick. He's their prize recruit uh, for Arkansas. He was hurt a little bit of the year, uh, but now, you know, hopefully, you know, he, he plays well in this guy. I know his last game, he didn't play so well in the SEC tournament, but I think um, Nick Smith should turn it around here. Next player to watch, Anthony Black out of Arkansas, another big guard, 6'6, 6'7, um, you know, projected lottery pick. Arkansas might have two. Um, picks that land in the top 14 in the NBA draft next year, uh, and they're going to be on display in this region uh, in Anthony Black. Uh, my next player to watch, um, I got Mike Miles out of TCU, averaging 17 points per game, uh, four shooting 49% from the field. Um, that's a guy to watch out for out of TCU. Uh, Terrence Shannon, another Illinois boy, Chicago boy, Lincoln Park in the house, ladies and gentlemen. Um, yeah, everybody know Terrence Shannon. Uh, he can put on a show, went to Texas Tech. He's the transfer from Texas Tech, averaging 17 points per game. Another guy to watch out from Illinois is Coleman Hawkins as well. Uh, and then out of Northwestern, my last player to watch out of the West region is Boo Booey out of Northwestern, averaging 17 points per game, four and a half assists per game for the Northwestern Wildcats. Tough as nails. Identify, you know, basically mirroring their coach and Chris Collins uh, there. Uh, but yes. The first matchup is the 116 seed. That's Howard uh, making it to the NCAA tournament. Man, shout out to Howard making the NCAA tournament um, there. I got number one Kansas, though, beating Howard uh, out of the MEAC um, and making it to the um, making it to the round of 32. Uh, next matchup, we got number eight Arkansas going up against number nine Illinois. I'm actually going to go with Illinois to win this game against Arkansas. I just think they're a little tougher. I think they have a little bit more experience. I think Coleman Hawkins, you know, will provide some problems for Arkansas. Give me number nine, Illinois, uh, to beat Arkansas. Next matchup on the slate, we got number five, St. Mary's, going up against number 12, VCU. I'm actually going to go with St. Mary's to win this game. Uh, Aiden Mahaney, um, you know, is a special, special in my opinion. Uh, I do think he gets it done against VCU. Uh, number four, UConn, going up against number 13, Iona. Rick Patino in the bunch. I Look, I'm going to tell you this right now. If Rick Patino can go on a little bit of a run here, maybe win one, two games, he's not going to some Big East schools. But he'll definitely have more offers after this year to go to a bigger program than Iona. What he's done, he's made it to the tournament two out of three years for Iona. Um, give me Rick Patino um, going up against UConn. I think – Iona, I think Iona gets it done against UConn. Tough as nails. They upset 13-4. Upset. This has been, hey man, I got how many 13 seeds I got making it? I got two. I got I got two 13 seeds winning. And I got two 12 seeds winning in the national in the first round. So I got my upsets. I just don't think a 14, 15, 16 seed is gonna win per se, but I do believe 13 12s have a shot. Um, number six TCU going to going up against ASU in Nevada. I do believe Arizona State does win that game against Nevada. So it'd be Arizona State versus TCU. Um, whoo, man. 
It's a tough one, but I got TCU going up, uh, making it to the round of 32. Um, next matchup, we got number three, Gonzaga, going up against the feisty Grand Canyon Antelopes here. Number 14 seed. I got Gonzaga winning easily uh, 20 plus points in this game. I know Matt James, uh, he's a, you know, got a contributor to the podcast. Um, he thinks Gonzaga, he thinks that Grand Canyon may have a shot to upset him. Man, we'll see. But I think Gonzaga's on, you know, last few weeks, last couple of weeks, they've been blowing teams out. Um, next matchup, first round, number seven, Northwestern going up against number 10, Boise State. And I got Northwestern winning this one. I don't think Boise State even stands a chance against Northwestern. They're too tough. I think it's a tough Big Ten team. Uh, makes it into the round of 32. And then last matchup, we got number two, UCLA going up against number 15, UNC Asheville, making it into the round of 32. Um, they win easily. Uh, there in their first round matchup, and then here we go. Bill Self going up against his former um college team that he you know coached years and years ago. Um, I actually got Kansas beating Illinois and making it to the round, uh, into the Sweet 16. Um, I do believe just Kansas is just a better team than Illinois, they're just you know better. But if if Terrence Shannon could get going, um, uh, it's it, it, it could be tough for uh, Kansas. I mean, Illinois is a tough team, but I think Kansas is an even tougher team. I think next to Texas, who won the Big 12 championship. I think Kansas is probably the best team in that in that conference. Um, and then we got number five, St. Mary's going up against number 13, Iona. I actually got St. Mary's beating Iona, making it into the sweet 16 here against Kansas. That should set up a great matchup between both of those schools as well. And then we got number six, TCU, going up against number three, Gonzaga. I got Gonzaga. They've just been on a roll lately. Uh, I think they handled TCU fairly easy and make it to the sweet 16 and then number seven northwestern going up against number two ucla and this ladies and gentlemen will be this ladies and gentlemen will be an upset and probably the biggest upset maybe northwestern history as they beat the number two ucla bruins to make it to the sweet 16 against gonzaga and this is actually a rematch from a few years ago, back in, I want to say, 2016, 2017, something around them, 2016, 2017, when they, when they played an NCAA tournament. Um, so, yeah, give me, uh, I think, the I think Northwestern, Gonzaga, be a good game here. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. This is shaping up to be a hell of a Sweet 16, ladies and gentlemen. We've got two of the best WCC teams making it to the Sweet 16. What a shame that these two teams have to play in the same bracket. That's just kind of a shame. I think one of them should have been in another bracket, but hey, whatever. We'll see, we'll see how, how it goes. Um, yes, first matchup, we got Kansas going up against St. Mary's. And I just believe Kansas has too much um, for St. Mary's. I think that they, they, they won't handle them easily, but I think Kansas wins that game and beats St. Mary's, making it to the Elite Eight once again. Uh, Bill says Bill Self's Hall of Fame coaching career. Um, uh, here for Kansas. And then we got number three, Gonzaga, going up against number seven, Northwestern. And I do believe Northwestern's luck does run out in the Sweet 16. What a hell of a run for Northwestern to even make it to the Sweet 16. Nobody even thought they could do that uh, probably this year. But I got Northwestern making it to the Sweet 16, but eventually losing to Gonzaga as Gonzaga makes it to yet another Elite Eight going up against Kansas here in the Elite Eight. Whew, and this matchup is tough. I, I will tell you guys, ladies and gentlemen, this is a tough matchup. I've been mulling about this matchup for a long time. And whew, I just think when I look I look at Kansas, I think 
they had the hiccup in the in the Big 12 championship game against Texas. I think that was a bad matchup for them, but I think this is a good matchup for Gonzaga uh, for Kansas against Gonzaga. As I got Kansas making it to the final four, and we have a one-one matchup between Houston, the hometown team, Houston Cougars, and the Rock Chalk Jayhawk Kansas Jayhawks. This is going to be a hell of a matchup here. Hell of a final four. We got Arizona, Duke, Houston, and Kansas all in the final four in my bracket. Um, this this has been a hell of a fun ride here, ladies and gentlemen, as we are wrapping it down to our final four predictions, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and actually, let me see what Matt James had. Matt James had Matt James had in the final four in the elite eight. He had Arizona. He had Alabama, Arizona, Tennessee, Kentucky, Houston, Texas, Yukon, Gonzaga. He had Arizona going up against Kentucky in the final four. And he had Texas going up against Gonzaga. He's got Arizona winning against Kentucky, making it to the national championship and number two, Texas making it to the national championship as well as he pits Texas and Arizona into the national uh, championship game. Me, my final four prediction, I got Duke beating Arizona. This is going to be a hell of a game, but I think Duke is just on a mission from God. They are playing some of the best basketball in the nation right now. This team is built for for the tournament. This is going to be a close game, but I think Duke prevails and makes it to the national championship game. And then our next final four matchup here, Kansas trying to make it back trying to make it back to another national championship as they won last year with O'Shea Abaji and company um, there. Going up against number one, Houston Cougars. Something about playing in front of your home crowd is special. And I got the Houston Cougars beating number one, Kansas. This is going to be another close game. This is going to be one of the best Final Fours uh, in recent memory. I got the Houston Cougars beating Duke, uh, going up against Duke in a national championship game. Uh, and this one should be a fun one here. Some matchups here. I, I just think I just think both both teams have some matchups that can cause some problems for each other. We'll see who exposes them. Let's see who makes the right coaches adjustments. You got the young gun and John Shire. You got the old vet and and Calvin Sampson trying to win a national championship there in Houston. Uh, Shire's won one as a player. Uh, Calvin Sampson has come close. Uh, you know with Oklahoma and, and some, but this is going to be a hell of a matchup here between these two teams. Um, as it comes down to the wire. And then we have Matt James pick for the national championship. And who, ladies and gentlemen, takes home the natty? Well, let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, Matt James has the Texas Longhorns winning and beating number two Arizona. We've got a 2-2 matchup in the national championship here in Matt James' bracket. We have Texas winning 80-75, to 75, as Matt James puts so for, for, for Matt James Brackett, he's got Texas winning the national championship. And then TJ um, had Duke winning the national championship uh, this year. So he thinks Duke is going to take home the natty. Um, so wouldn't be surprised if that happens, ladies and gentlemen. For my national championship pick, this is going to be a tough one. We got number five, Duke, going up against number one, Houston. I think Houston is in you know, Houston. Some, like I said, about playing in front of your home crowd. But I've been using this reference all night long, ladies and gentlemen. Duke is on a mission from God. They hoist the national championship. 
Ladies and gentlemen, you got the Duke Blue Devils beating the Houston Cougars there in Houston. This is going to be a tough game, close down to the wire, one of the best national championships you'll see in the last couple of years or so, be back and forth. But I think Duke is built for the tournament. I think Duke is built for this game. Houston ends up being one of the all-time great teams that doesn't win a national championship. Calvin Sampson falls short, and the Duke Blue Devils win a national championship in Shire, John Shire. First season as a head coach, as a head coach at Duke, wins the national championship for Duke. So shout out to the Duke Blue Devils for winning the national championship in my bracket and in TJ's bracket. Uh, and shout out to Texas for winning the national championship in Matt James's bracket. Uh, but you guys tell me who your national championship, um, who your national championship is uh, coming up here um, in this year's. Um, NCAA tournament. Go ahead and drop the drop your national champion and your final four predictions. They're down there in the comments section um, as we always check that out. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, this has been a wrap for our bracket breakdown special for college basketball madness. I am your host, Israel Rivera. Um, make sure to please like, share, and subscribe to Prime Sports World as we bring you the heat 24-7, 365 days out the year. Um, so make sure you go ahead and subscribe um, to our podcast on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch, ladies and gentlemen. And just in case you missed this live feed, we are also on all streaming platforms where podcasts can be heard. That is Apple Podcasts, Samsung Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, ladies and gentlemen. So you don't want to miss that exclusive content coming here live from Prime Sports world ladies and gentlemen but uh everybody like i said drop your um predictions there in the comment section and um we will catch you tomorrow i believe uh uh episode of the crossover will be coming on tomorrow um we'll see uh what david and tj have cooking up for you but this has been prime sports world bracket breakdown special ladies and gentlemen and as i always like to leave the show good afternoon good evening and good night Sayonara, suckers.